and we're leaving for Minnesota. Yeah, we're packing. We slash. have a 10-hour road trip to leave directly after our appointments. Yeah. But I don't think either of us has packed. Uh, I'm about 65%. Okay, I know what I'm taking. Mm-hmm. I just need to put it in a bag. Yeah. So, I don't know if that counts well, as packing. That's pretty good. Do you think other people are that good at packing? Uh, are, we're, we're claiming that we're good at packing? <laughs> yeah, or? we're elite. Oh, <laughs> Welcome to Oversharing with the Overbees. I'm Matt Overby, and you are... I'm Joe Johnson. Yes, you are. Joe Johnson Overby to the internet. <laughs> yep. She's got that name changed for SEO purposes only, not legally. So yeah, that's a very important distinction, yes, yes. obviously. So we are separate last names. We're married. Yeah. It's official. It's legit. Yeah. It's All the paperwork's been filed. It's three years legit. Yeah. Uh-huh. The ink has Did, dried. Have you thought about the fact that this december is 13 years since our first date no i forget that constantly but and to me 13 like rounds up to 15 in my brain yeah and i'm like we're nearing 15 that's yeah that does round up to 15 which is how old i was when i had met you wow okay that's weird yeah thinking that you were 15 years old at any point in time is weird why I don't know. I just assume... Uh, I'm confused by that statement. You know, I very, I very much live in the present, which means the past doesn't exist so much and the future doesn't exist. I'm just... Okay. Just now. You are 29 years old. You've always been 29 years old. Okay. And you're always going to be 29 years old. Okay. I like that. Same I'm okay with, with being 29 30. forever. Yeah. You really had an existential... Ex- how do I say that? Existential. Ex- Is that our word of the week? Okay. Can you give it to me slowly? <laughs> existential exist exist essential what exist exist essential existential somehow you're making it worse when i break it down (laughs) well i don't feel like you're breaking it down and exist exist essential existential existential there it is you did it (laughs) exist essential i can't (laughs) say that existence essentials is what she was going for Anyway, Matt, had a, Matt had a crisis with turning 30. I did. I did. Sorry, I'm, I'm working on the, the AC because the, the return is going. Oh, okay. It's probably well, fine. Honestly, with these mics, I bet it's not as much of an issue, but... <laughs> that made it so <laughs> it quiet. Was way quieter. <laughs> okay. Uh, you had a crisis, though, when you turned 30. Yeah, turning 30. Um, and It, it was happen, short. It, it wasn't like until a, the night before. Yeah, it wasn't like a full-blown... No, but the night before I was like, I'm going to be 30 years old tomorrow. And what have I done with my life? And like, what, what am I going to do with my life? And what, what's happening? And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh, this feels exactly the same. Uh, Turns out 30 feels like 29, feels like 25. Matt does this really cool thing where he pitches out his life to future him (laughs) And then when future him becomes present him, he's always shocked that future him has not figured it out. Yeah. See, that's, that's again, this, this whole thing where I have a, I have trouble with time and like thinking that future me is a real person. And that is that, that's an ADHD thing. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. That's what I hear. Okay. I like, I, I obviously know a little bit about ADHD because of you (laughs) and my, you know more than you'd like to. (laughs) Well, some of my best friends growing up had ADHD as well. Sure. But they were medicated. And so (laughs) (laughs) it was just different. 
you know? <laughs> like, I never imagined marrying somebody <laughs> who was them not on their medication all the time. Yeah. Yep. Every day. Wow. Well, hopefully not every day forever, but no. it's a slow process, guys. Uh, you know, psychiatric care in this country uh, is very overwhelmed at the moment. So <laughs> it's very difficult to get appointments with the people you need to uh, to get prescribed the things you need. So <laughs> it's also hard whenever you are 30 and hate calling the doctor <laughs> <laughs> because of the ADHD. Yes. I, I don't think you're alone in that ADHD, not ADHD. No, no I no. think a lot of people hate scheduling appointments. Yes. It's just inconvenient, which it's funny because like literally it's their job. Like, uh huh. Like, and that's what I have to tell myself when I call. I'm like, this person's job is to answer calls and set appointments for people that take appointments. Like this isn't something weird you're doing. This is how the whole system works. Right. But if I don't tell myself that, it freaks me out. Well, right. I, <laughs> I don't have a good answer for that. That's just the reality. That's a whole career you can go into. Reception. Yes, exactly. It's very important. It, very important. I, yeah. I feel like receptionists are undervalued. Uh, for sure. Teachers, receptionists. I'm going to go nurses. Yeah. Hard with the nurses, mm -hmm. especially right now. I feel like there are a lot of jobs like that that are so needed, like yeah. crucial to our well-being. Yeah, my well-being, for sure. And we're like, y'all are trash. We're well. going to pay you nothing. Well, not us specifically. <laughs> we were not saying that. Just let me clarify. Yes. But I feel like our culture is like... We support like, you. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but... I don't know. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. <sighs> is it because they're like historically female jobs and we just don't support women? Probably. Yeah. That feels What's up like with that? It feels like that might be the unfortunate reality to some Yeah. Like. Sometimes I remember I married a man and I'm like, oh. oh. Dang it. Sometimes I remember I am a man. I'm just part of the problem. <laughs> Yeah. Just one man. Yeah. But what do you think we need to do to change the problem? I don't know. Less men? Yeah. How do we get that 50-50 number down? Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think would be like a good... I don't know. Like mm, like a 40-60 like a split, maybe? At least. Yeah. I think yeah. we need a majority for sure, but like yeah. a pretty decent one. I think like 35-65. 35-65? See, I'm... Yeah. I just... Then we might start overvaluing the men. You think? I think we need a, a big enough pool that like there's options out there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Does this cause problems with? I don't know. Because like in my mind, people then automatically go to reproduction. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, yeah. but what about reproducing? And I'm like, men can have like 10,000 children a year if they want. That's really true. We really don't need good that point. many of them. Yeah. Like, I feel like 35% is plenty. Are you describing like some sort of dystopian future where there's like a breeding stock of men? Like these are the good <laughs> ones and like it's just their job to make super people because we're getting into some like sketchy eugenics genetic No, not territory. necessarily. I just think women as okay. a whole might be better off if men just didn't. I, I feel like men might be better off too. We just if men don't just accept didn't. It. Like we just chilled. We could not mess with the population at all. Uh-huh. And instead just hire only female leaders for a while. 
I don't think the men have done that good of a job. I know. Like I, I'm open to the the option. For don't sure. you think that that could be a good just shift? Yeah. Again, that's what I think all the time. I'm like, why do we want to keep being in control? Because I don't feel like we've done a good job at all. Well, okay. To take this a little more seriously, I read. I've been reading a lot of okay. articles about how if you convince people someone is below them, then they're also better at accepting somebody's above them. Okay. So like men, for instance, we've, yeah. we've convinced men that they're better than women as yeah, a culture. That is true. And so since women are below them, they're more accepting of somebody can be above them because at least they're not the bottom. Oh, and they okay. talk about this a lot with race too. Gotcha. Like, okay. Like that makes sense. The, the poorest white man still thinks he's better than a black man. So it makes it easier for to, him to accept that somebody's above him because he feels like he's above someone else. Yeah. When really, like, no one's above anybody, and that's just, like, a form of... Yeah, it's just something we made up. Right. Yeah, just a construct that we decided, like... Yeah, so maybe it's kind of like that. Okay, yeah. I mean, it's pretty messed up. No, yeah, we got deep here. I I think that we should try I've read nothing, by the way, so I have no no informed opinion. Well, I I mean, these aren't... I don't have any, like, statistics or facts. reading, though. That's good. Yeah, I do read. I don't have the attention span to read. Yeah, that's actually... Well, that's not true. You you read Reddit. Yeah, but like that's You read like, long articles about tech stuff. <laughs> like I... That's because like, I need to know how it works. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right, but that's an attention span. Yeah. I don't know that it's necessarily bettering you. Mm, yeah. Not that it's not. Like you are full mm. of very useful information about very specific things. <laughs> if you need very specific information, that's maybe not applicable. And applicable applicable yeah i kind of okay okay I, okay okay I, I fumbled matt and i have had around. a lot of moments in the last couple of days where people have said words <laughs> and i <laughs> i am panicking because i think i've been pronouncing words incorrectly we, my entire we did life watch a documentary and this is the example a man said a damnant instead of adamant and she's like wait <laughs> Matt, am I am I wrong? Have I been wrong my whole life? Have I, I been like, no? It's uh, have I been saying adamant and it's a dammit? No, it is not a dammit. Uh, no. Wow, what's the word of the week? Do you know? No, no, I don't know. A dammit. No, it's not. Okay, <laughs> Matt, you don't have a word of the week. No. How am I supposed to have a better vocabulary? <laughs> I'm relying on this. Well, we did existential for a while. Yeah, but I know what existential. <laughs> Should we change it to Joe's uh, like learning to pronounce words? <laughs> <laughs> the word of the Speech week is therapy with Joe. Ex- ex- existential. Existential. Oh, wow. You missed some letters. <laughs> <laughs> That's so hard for me. I don't know why. I wonder if I have a speech impediment. Yeah. Like is a this little the bit list of one. That people have told you, I don't, you have forever. Yeah. So a little history on <laughs> my rise in social media. Uh, <laughs> The moment that I started gaining followers online, I got a big influx of people telling me that they loved my lisp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do not have a lisp. And two of my very good friends, one of like my very, very best friends in the entire world and another childhood friend that I grew up with my entire life are both speech pathologists. And they actually both listen to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, to my other podcast. For sure. The one that has like years of history. Of yeah. 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 Your list. And I hope that they'll both listen to this one. Yeah. Maybe. Betsy, Callie, if you're listening. Please leave a voicemail uh, talking about 
what a list is and if Joe does or does not okay, have one. But I am getting somewhere with this. I talked about it on Middle Ground and went into how tons of people DM'd me. I actually had a girl that sent me a super long DM and was like, my goddaughter has a lisp and I showed her your page and how confident you are and all this stuff. And I was like, this is, and she asked me, she's like, do you have any advice for her like growing up with? And I was like, I I wish I did because that is so empowering and I'm so thrilled. Yeah, that's really sweet. For like, her. I'm glad that you're helping but, kind of. Yeah, I have no input because nobody told me I had a lisp until I was 27 years old. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, the reason I brought up my friends that are speech pathologists, they both listened to the episode that I was talking and immediately called me. One texted me, one called me and we're like, you, you don't have yeah. a list. Just so you know, that's not, <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but it's okay. It doesn't hurt my feelings. No. It's just one of those things you're like, I'm not trying to claim a lisp. No. Because I, I don't think I have one. No, but I mean, I got a t- ton of dms i actually wondered if it was like a trend on tiktok when it started happening you know like how people do like the short king and they'll come and like they'll comment (laughs) like you're so short but we love you you're a lisp queen and just like see how people respond yeah i thought maybe that it was like a thing like that to see if people got defensive and then i learned it was just me (laughs) it wasn't a trend very small trend a micro trend if you will a micro trend Yeah. yeah okay Oh, what's new with us? What's going on? Um. Oh, we're shopping for dining chairs. That's where we were going to leave. Oh, yeah. And I actually made a TikTok about this. You know. And I, I have a way to make this both serious and kind of funny. Okay. Is it so, the meme that I will never financially recover from this? What? Because that's how I feel when I shop for dining yeah. chairs. So... I made a TikTok talking about how dining chairs are so unbelievably expensive. We're currently shopping for dining chairs for the in-law suite side of our house. Yeah, for your parents' table. And I posted this online, and this is where I'm going to be a little serious, and then we can take it back to the fun part. Okay, I'll brace in. (laughs) And uh, people didn't talk at all about why chairs are expensive or like the supply chain or anything like that, which is what I expected the conversation to Mm -hmm. go. People were just giving me solutions like to find cheaper chairs. Yeah. Like you need to go thrift and you need to do this and you need to do that. Thrifting's probably a good answer though. No, it, like realistically, not, that's probably a great place it's to not find a bad tons answer. of chairs. But the thing that I didn't necessarily like about that is I'm like, why can't we buy quality furniture at an entry level price point anymore? I don't know. Because Matt and I are looking and we can get cheap furniture, like poorly made you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. um, what is it called? The, like what Ikea like a, like stuff. Like a fiber board. Yeah, like, like a, a fiber board. Not that Ikea is horrible. We have Ikea stuff in our house, yeah. but it's cheap because of what it's made out of. Yeah, the durability on something. Like like a dining chair you really want to hold up. Like ideally it's going to get sat on a bunch. So It's like, hard to it get solid to, wood pieces. And yeah. granted, we have solid wood dining chairs that we got for our side years ago. Yeah. Uh, but we wanted to get something for my parents' side. We were shopping and shopping and shopping because I had turned down my parents' chairs because <laughs> I don't love them. They're the chairs I've had since yeah. childhood. And I ended up not finding chairs, so we ended up taking them and we're going to yeah, paint them. Yeah, we got them. We're just going to paint them. Yeah, and it's fine. It's whatever because I wasn't going to spend recycle. That's what we're doing. three or $400 a chair. The other thing I wanted to know is a ton of people also told me to do benches Oh, yeah. And it made me realize how out of touch so many people are with accessibility. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because a bench, 
while wonderful, and if that's an option for you to save money, I'm all for it. That's a great way to knock out at least a side of a table. Right. Absolutely. I'm not dismissing like a bench is an awesome option. No. But I got an influx of people that were like so passionate about telling me just get a bench like that my TikTok was dumb and that me pointing out <laughs> chairs are expensive is dumb because you can just get two benches uh-huh. and then only have to buy two chairs and that ends up being 800 bucks instead of $2,400. Not a bad tip. Not a bad tip. Just not a great fit for us. Well, and I obviously talk a ton on my page about accessibility sure. and my mom and I was well, like, it's for wow. their side too. Well, it took me back to Pottery Barn put out a line of ADA accessible furniture. Oh yeah, and there was a traditional like looking table, mm-hmm. and uh, people ripped into. They're like, "What about this table's accessible? <laughs> like it's just a table with four legs." And it made me realize how few people know that a lot of people in wheelchairs can't get into standard tables. No, they're too low. They're too low or they have a a center pole. And so the feet of the wheelchair hit and they can't fully go under the chair or things like that. And they're also not considering like a bench wouldn't work for an elder, like our elderly family. It wouldn't work for because they can't like scoot over in it. Yeah. Stepping over furniture is is a. Yeah. It's not accessible for people who aren't able bodied. Yeah which is totally fine for a lot of people's homes. And I understand that, but I also wish yeah, we, most people at 30 aren't, aren't making these decisions either. Right. So. Absolutely. But maybe it's a good thing to think about. Cause if you are wanting to keep your table for 30, years. 40 years, like yeah. what I'm hoping to getting items that will work through mm-hmm. all of that stuff's really important. Yeah. So anyway, I know that that's a way more serious than, for well, sure. And with that pottery barn conversation, it is really interesting, like how fired up people get about that furniture and like, yeah, how they don't really understand that just having options that are comparable is, is a big deal. Yeah. Like, mobility products and accessibility products a lot of times aren't aesthetically what people want, but it's what they need functionally. Well, and they're so to also... have an option that is even, even if it's high end, even if it's more expensive uh, a lot of your accessibility options are expensive and don't look aesthetically good. And a lot of people argue. They're like, well, accessibility items should be accessible in price anyway. For sure. And I'm like, yeah, I hear you. But they're not. No. And they never have been. No. And nobody's actually fighting for that to shift and change. And you commenting and like being mean to people who are celebrating this little win for the yeah. community doesn't help and from a business perspective it's a specialty product it's a small volume item like they're not going to sell as many of them so i'm sure the manufacturing's different all that stuff like but it's important to encourage businesses that are trying to i think that's one thing we talked about a lot was like yeah they really tried like like they're they're trying to make an effort and maybe it's not perfect but we're in really a weird climate right now where it's very difficult like where we punish people for trying yeah do it perfectly or don't do it at all it's like Man, that sucks. Yeah. Like you really want people to be able to to try. And I saw some really good feedback that yeah. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And like a lot they, of times it's the people who are informed who right. are like, hey, I've had to shop for accessibility furniture and these are really good options. Like, yeah. I don't love that I have to pay this much. Right. But it's not more than I was going to. Well, I saw a lot of people celebrating that they did it, but then giving feedback of like, yeah. you know, they have really low weight limits. Yeah. And a lot of people who are disabled are heavier. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's really good feedback. And I hope yeah. that Pottery Barn and stuff will take that into note for sure. 
future lines like we'll that. send them the pod see if they they want to check it out yeah i hope that i hope they do an like additional sure. like they continue putting stuff out for it no i mean it, again we applaud the effort so yeah something near and dear to our house anyway our dining chairs that's matt and i were just appalled by how expensive dining chairs were we haven't bought them in a couple years and it's painful again yeah it took us down a completely different path well the thing about when we bought our dining chairs is we had a entire budget for furniture yeah like we came in and we said we're gonna spend fifteen thousand dollars on furniture and that was for everything that we needed couch chairs table right pictures rugs like right if we if we put this chunk of change towards it i think we can get all the big stuff that we need and i really can't recommend doing furniture that way more yeah like saving money and then when you're ready having an x number of dollars so like say i saved five thousand dollars and i want to redo my entire living room Mm -hmm. because then if you want to spend three thousand dollars on a really nice couch yeah and then budget the other things like the side tables and like thrift lamps or thrift a rug mm-hmm. i i just think it's a better way to go about it i think what it does is when you do it in bulk like that you are able to match your pieces together better so rather than picking stuff up over time which is still a good way to do it but like for us we suck at styling stuff so we're not good like to be able to have for one someone came and helped us and we're like hey he, these pieces all work together but when you buy it all in one, what you can look at it together before you have to push it all together so you can kind of get a, a better picture for your theme. Like, right. Well, and the other thing I was going to say is the thing I run into buying piece by piece Yeah. is I look for a deal on everything. Mm-hmm. And not that that's a bad thing, but I, I ended up in my just out of college years with a lot of furniture pieces that I wanted to replace quickly or weren't great quality or were like DIY projects that didn't turn out quite how I wanted them to. And maybe <laughs> I just need to hone in on those skills a little more and get better. Yeah. But I found that going without, like right now we've been in our house for almost three months. Mm-hmm. We still, we have a hand-me-down um bed frame that is very beat up yeah and that's all we have in our bedroom for furniture (laughs) and you don't count that box that your laptop's sitting on and we have a box well and our podcast set up oh yeah yeah these aren't these aren't gonna stay in our bed these were actually out they're gonna go in the in-law suite yeah i actually do miss having these in the kitchen it was kind of nice to sit out there but yeah but anyway we're sacrificing for you guys yeah where i was going with this is we've been taking our time with our bedroom and putting mm-hmm. aside a little bit of money at a time yeah. so that we can do our bedroom in that bulk method that mm-hmm. we really liked uh just cuz that works best for us yeah yeah we're and again when we piece it piece by piece we end up stringing it out longer we're, yeah <laughs> it's not good yeah we're like we just can't find this one piece that we're looking for and it's like Okay, well, you've been looking for a year. So. Okay, we're really house heavy today. Yeah. We're talking house. Uh, let's jump into fall plans. Yes. So it's September. Oh. And it's, it's September. It is September. <laughs> mm, it is September. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> you are so bizarre. We have big projects. Oh, I am just 
so excited for it not to be 90 degrees outside. Yeah. I'm excited for it to be cold. Like the first cold day, I'm going to go out there and I'm just going to cut everything down. (laughs) I'm going to be out there the whole day. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to have a vest on. Well, let's give some context. Because a lot of people could be new here. So we bought a house, obviously. We have talked (laughs) thoroughly about that. Renovated it. And it's on three acres. Yes. And probably what an we can look out the windows out at the yard but what do you think that there's about a at least an acre of it that's wooded yeah yeah there's close to that and uh, it is not wooded like in a lovely it's been taken care of way yeah you can run a mower right through that no it's 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 intense down there so we have that we want to get that all cleared out get a lot of scrap trees and stuff out of there correct yeah we've got a lot like we got to clean up a lot of a lot of trees that need to be cleared to help the good trees like live and yeah there's there's a ton of stuff and Just, i know a lot of i look out the, there and i'm like that's the next five years of my life i of feel landscaping. like a lot of creators i follow i'm sure they're creators not like this yeah but just who I'm following, they hire people and it like changes in the weekend. Oh, yeah. And Matt and I are like <laughs> determined. We're like, we're going to do it ourselves. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's totally going to be easy. <laughs> and we put it off the whole summer because it's like it's 100 degrees outside. There is absolutely no way I'm going to go do landscaping right now. We have big plans for the fall. So we have we want to get the wooded area. Not we're not clearing it. We're no. just it's a bunch of scrap trees have There's grown in too close together. Dead. There's trees that are like that have fallen over there's trees that yes. are like being pulled down by vines that need to be cleared yeah and so like the healthy trees aren't able to grow because no. of how scrappy it is so our goal is to create space for the big trees so yep. that they can grow healthy we are putting in my raised bed garden that i've been waiting for two years i've been hearing about this raised bed garden for so long i'm it's, so excited it's, uh, there's a pinterest board that i don't know if it's dedicated to it but it is really yes. fleshed out with raised it's dedicated bed to it okay you've got just for the raised beds and my dad has been talking to me we're trying to collect windows from like old construction projects and stuff yeah and i my dad and i are going to build a greenhouse yeah i know that's a project you're really excited for i am i will live in that greenhouse <laughs> Like, I don't need anything else in life. Yeah. I uh, If we get it done in time, I would love to be able to start stuff from seed in February. And like, That'd be awesome. Really, we're only going to do four raised beds, I think, eight by four feet. Yeah. We're not going too crazy because I want to make sure I can take care of four. I think I want 10. Long term. Long term. But my dad is smart and he knows <laughs> that I tend to dive in a little too... He also knows he's going to be very involved in the building process of these beds. Yes. So uh, he's like, let's not build 10 beds. Let's build four. Well, and my grandma left us just a small amount of, not small, but a small amount of money whenever she passed in 2020. Yeah. And the only thing that she said in her note to all of us, all of her grandkids, was that we were supposed to take that money and do something for ourselves it can't be saved it can't be put toward yeah. kids college tuition it can't be put toward like nothing like that yeah, it has to be it. do something fun and so i have been saving that fifteen hundred dollars to build the raised beds and do the garden yep for my grandma larson for year two years now yeah <laughs> and i years. i'm just i'm ready yeah to have that uh so that's our big like I think that's probably the biggest project, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. No, again, I just like I said, I'm I'm excited to get out there with the, the chainsaw, and just cut 
cut this like wildly overgrown wisteria down and like knock out a bunch of this lattice. Well, that's project and, like, number three. Yeah. We have an outbuilding that used to be a sauna. Yep. It's not big. What do you think? 15 by 10? It's, I don't think it's even 10. It's probably 15 by 8, 12 by 8. Okay, 12 by 8. It's not a big building, uh, but it used to be it's a literally sauna. literally out the window. That's why we're... Yeah. The yeah. previous owners had a pool that they filled in, yep. and I believe it was like the little pool house sauna mm-hmm. at one point. And we've been going back and forth on whether to take it down or not. Yeah. Uh, but it has a brand new roof. And so I think this fall we're going to try and transform it into maybe an outdoor kitchen. Or, it, yeah, well... It, I think I think it'll grow it into an outdoor kitchen, but like we just need to clear it out, and then it'll be at least a cool open space that's been cleaned up and rehabbed. It may just be a dining a covered gazebo with a dining table for a while. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it'll be an outdoor kitchen like we, right away, but well, we kept that's the, the uh, range from uh, the cooktop. Yeah, yeah, the cooktop. So that we have a 1985 Viking range <laughs> cooktop. The thing looks like a beast. Yeah. So. Needs to be cleaned up a little bit, but I think uh, it'd make a killer like outdoor grill cooktop thing. Yeah. So we held on to that. So we have that project. And then yep. the last thing is all of the garden beds outside of our home were overgrown when we purchased this house. Badly. Wildly and overgrown. So we have to till all of those and start from scratch. So we're going to prep all of that for spring. Yeah. That's a lot of projects. Yeah, it really is a lot. Um, we got to get a tiller and a chainsaw. Yeah, and also we live in Arkansas, so it doesn't necessarily get cold until like mid December. Oh no, yeah, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. The the dream it's it could be like late October before it actually gets cold. Yeah, cold, cold. Yeah, even then it still it could might even not. be. I d- the first weekend of December the last couple of years. Granted, yeah. it has been cold prior to that. But the first weekend of December has been in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know that just from your wedding shooting days. You're yeah. like, for some reason, this week has been awesome the last several years. It's been awesome for like six years in a row. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> it makes absolutely no No, because usually November is like miserable and... Horrible. Yeah. For weddings. Yeah. I should clarify. Um, yeah. Bizarre. You guys let us know if you want to see hear more about this, but obviously now we have this huge project we've done. We added the in-law suite. Yeah. And so my parents are going to be living with us about 60% of the time. Mm-hmm. And that means my dad is going to be around a lot. And you know, and- a lot of podcasts do headline segments, but not everybody has a Greg, Greg Johnson, Johnson headlines. <laughs> And it may not be the current events that you're used to. Yeah. So my dad sends loads. He's retired. <laughs> he just spends a lot of time reading the news. He's he's so informed. And uh, he has been sending us articles every week. Probably what? Half a dozen articles at least. Uh, maybe Probably two or three. He's, he's slowed down a little bit. He's slowed down a little bit. Well, he also sends them to my group text with just my sisters. Okay. I don't get those. Yeah. So it's probably a half dozen across all platforms. And he sends them to me individually as well. (laughs) (laughs) If it's like just specific to me. I see two to three articles a week. Yeah. So we would love to weekly do a segment featuring (laughs) the headlines from my dad. It's just business news. That's like a week and a half old. But... (laughs) But we need to know if that's something that you guys find as entertaining as we do. So we're going to do it today. We're not going to read the articles, right? No. <clears throat> we're yeah, going to read gonna, the headlines and then we're going to rate how scared we are. The amount of anxiety they give us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
one to ten anxiety without reading the articles without reading them well i read i read all the ones he sends oh that's good i yeah again the reading thing for me i do read everything yeah. I, I do i'm i'm proud of you for that yeah you you, you don't really do read but i got you thank you i'll do the reading you do the tech stuff oh yeah all right you read me the list okay i've just got a couple on here okay retirement planning tips for the self-employed wall street journal Ooh, did he send that to everybody uh, no, just us two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, <laughs> weird. It's like very not relevant. <laughs> yeah. So he'll send like anything that's nursing specific. I have one sister that's a nurse. Anything that's yep. teaching specific to my other sister mm-hmm. and anything yep. that's entrepreneur self-employed. Yeah. Specific. It's, it's his way of staying connected. Okay. It's sweet. Okay. I, that one doesn't give me anxiety. Okay. I, I give that one a one out of 10. That's something you feel pretty skill. prepared about. Yeah. No, for that, I'm like, I like to read it and... I always hope when I read those that I'm doing the things it says. Yeah. I'm eh, maybe like a three for me. You yeah. Know? Since <laughs> it's like more your bag. I'm yeah. Like, what are we doing? Retirement planning is definitely more my bag. Yeah. If you, remember that like I can't tell the future is going to happen yeah. in the past. Yeah. It's not good I'm for doing retirement planning. All of the college planning, all of the yeah. like child getting paid planning. Yes, I'm yeah. Mm-hmm. All of that. Yeah. I'm trying to be better guys. I really am. You're great. Article number two. Okay. When will Americans feel the Inflation Reduction Act's impact? That Reuters. one I didn't read because the title gave me so much anxiety <laughs> that I couldn't even go there. What's funny is I did skim through that one. Yeah. Yeah. And I like really the, it was just talking about different like tax credits and what went into effect and whatnot. And like the most relevant stuff for us is like we're thinking about getting solar for this house at some point in the near future. Yeah. And the solar tax credits look like they're they're better gonna be so, oh, quick cool yeah cool no i didn't read that that was like an eight and a half out of ten for me i saw inflation that was and the word alert. inflation just sets like a like like red flag my it's like <laughs> red flag absolutely no not more. also anything that's like recession i'm like red flag i don't <laughs> i don't know yeah because it's all speculative yeah and we're not it's like we're not planning on retiring so we just got to kind of ride the, the wave we're ride it out here. it's like Yep, our retirement was going up, and now it goes down, but like it's still nowhere where it needs to be. So. I'd like to clarify that we're not only not planning to retire, we can't retire. Oh, no, it is not an option. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's not not in the cards. You said it like like we were like these big wigs that are on a podcast yeah, being like, we're, yeah, we're I mean, just... my net worth's only $35 million, so I'm going <laughs> to give it another couple years before I retire. I listen to people like that, and I'm like, go get a hobby. <laughs> gotta stop yeah i'm like you need a garden you really do that you take care of do you want to take care of our garden sounds (laughs) like you have the means to get it done very fast yeah but i don't want them to get it done fast i want them to do the manual labor i think they'll be happier what if they just buy us the tools so we can do it no okay we're not just trying to that takes away the happiness i'm not worried about their happiness the hard work and the doing it yourself is the part that makes you feel good okay i'm gonna write that down okay (laughs) all right next article oh that's it that's all i had for articles oh like i said it was a light week just two two to three see i think you have more articles i need to confer with you before the pod next week okay you guys let us know what you think about that yeah just send us a voicemail it's like please never talk about your dad's articles again they give me anxiety (laughs) and it's not a fun segment got it we and the thing is we didn't know if it's funny to you guys or if it's just hilarious to us because it's our family yeah it might just be funny to us. but i feel like dad is going to be a major talking point (laughs) i just do (laughs) he is a man with a plan and he is entertaining there's no way he's not on this podcast at some point yeah we'll have him on yeah 
little Greg Johnson chat. <laughs> Matt can interview him. You want to tell the story? Uh, here, Here's a really good story of Matt and my dad. Remember when we were playing games with them? This is a great which, story. Which time? Okay, so we were at their house for the holidays, and Matt and I had gotten a game for Dirty Santa from a group of friends oh, no. called... What what game? Oh, it was, was it Five uh, Second Rule? Five Second Rule. We got Five like Second Rule. Adult edition. But it was like, yeah, the adult edition. And we have never had a problem playing games like that with my family like we do cards against humanity like like my family is very much of the vibe that everybody's adults here yeah you live and you learn you know are you ready for me to out you like this (laughs) and uh, my dad really gets a kick Uh, out of making his son-in-laws uncomfortable he gets a kick out of making people uncomfortable yeah (laughs) and so but really us we're playing this game we're going around and some of them are totally mild like it's not yeah some of them are like like name different names for farts or like yeah name three alcohols is what i was gonna say have two sides on a card so every time i'm getting a card i'm picking the tamest side yeah like like, i don't want weird answers and like right please don't like matt's getting an option between naming three cocktails or name your three favorite sex toys and he's going to pick Cocktails. cocktails because yeah. he doesn't want to make my parents uncomfortable my dad I don't want to be uncomfortable <laughs> my dad is committing he oh is, he's going all in he's picking the worst ones yeah every time and my dad it's just my mom my dad matt and i right yeah it's just the four of it us it's just the four of us we're sitting around the dining table that i grew up in <laughs> and <laughs> my dad has the little uh the, the flipper. It's anyway, the, the game, timer. You, you flip what is a timer. That called? It's a timer. I don't know. The goes, sand thing. Bloop. Oh, is it a bloop thing? Yeah, it's it's a not a sand. Okay. It's a little bloop tube. <laughs> bloop tube. That's it. Yeah. That's a technical term. <laughs> and my dad looks, Matt, like, he, like you can tell it's about to he's be bad. He's excited. He's excited to ask this question he's, and he, just see what happens. He's excited to see how Matt reacts. Like, and he, <sighs> he goes, favorite sex positions and he flips the two and uh, you got two out of three out yeah yeah and then you really like panicked and my dad was on the floor my skin was on fire yeah matt matt's i like, looked like i had been sunburned matt's like taking his jacket off he's like i'm really hot <laughs> so I'm, hot i'm here. really hot <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh it was great <laughs> my dad got so much joy yeah, out of that it brought him a lot of joy yeah, he, he loved that he made you that uncomfortable. Yeah, I wish I was invisible. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I was impressed you even tried. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't I, just go, uh. I feel like you didn't want to let him like get you down. No, I, I, try, to, I try to be a good sport. I really yeah. do. Bad dad, mean mom. Ooh, I don't have anything this week for bad dad, mean mom. I feel like we were good mom, good dad. Wow, we were good parents this week? I feel like we were nailing it. The week before, we scared her with an inflatable bounce house, but... Oh, that's true. Yeah. That wasn't on purpose. So I... (laughs) That's... Okay, mean mom. That wasn't bad dad. That was mean mom. I got a bounce house for Gardner's first birthday for her, like as her birthday gift. She's not quite big enough for it yet, but I thought, oh, this will be fun as she gets older. And I hope that it still will be. Yeah. And we inflated it and everything. I'm so excited. She's played with one at a kid's birthday party and loved it. And loved it. Ever since then, though. I think maybe we need to not inflate it in front of her. 
Okay. Like I think that maybe might be a good call. We need to inflate it outside, like out in the yard. Yeah. And then show up, and it's already there. Mm-hmm. I think something about the inflating in front of her really, yeah, it really upsets freaks her. her out. But anyway, she is mortified of it. I think it's the blower too. The blower's really loud. Yeah, like she is so upset by yeah. the bounce house. So I'm hoping she grows out of that. Mean mom <laughs> bought her what mom thought was a really fun toy and instead she's terrified of it. Yeah. We're in a parenting win though. We're working on our first steps this week. Yeah. She took her first steps, which was maybe the proudest moment of my entire life. <laughs> it is wild how excited It's really get. weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. She's supposed to be a flower girl in a wedding. Yeah. We'll see if she pulls that off in yeah. time. I think she's going to be crawling down the aisle. Yeah, I think so too. But that's okay. Yeah. You live and you learn. You do. You do. All right. We want to do voicemails. Let's do it. We finally have voicemails, guys. Oh. Joe, I have a question for you. I was just wondering, how do you deal with the guilty feeling of not spending all of your time with your mother with her uh, through her chronic illness? I have a nephew who's very sick, and it's hard for me to miss out on a lot of the stuff. You know, he's so far away. So I was just wondering how you deal with that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared Too for close to home. it to be that. Um, wow. Okay, so... This is something I've talked to my parents a lot about, and I've talked to my dad a lot about, Mm -hmm. and I've talked to my therapist a lot about, (laughs) because it's really complicated. It's a feeling that you know that if when that person's no longer here, you're going to wish you had spent every waking moment you had available with them. Yeah. But the reality of it is you can't the world doesn't stop turning and you can't shut down your life for a year or 18 months or whatever it is. And it's also always so unknown that that person wants you to live your own life too. Like they want you to have your own life, your own opportunities. Well, and I can't speak for a mom, right? Nephew. I was about to say, I can't speak for a nephew, but I do agree with that, that from my conversations with my mom, I feel like, what I have understood from her is she wants her life to be as normal as possible mm-hmm. to some circumstance. And, and the so same for you, right. Like, life in general. She but. doesn't want special treatment or me to spend all kinds of extra time. Yeah. Cause it just makes her feel like she's dying. I'm sure I don't, she hasn't said that. And as a parent, you just want to spend all your time with your kid. I think. No matter what. Regardless of your health. Yes. So I think that's just something parents in general have to balance. I agree. But I think there is a sense of guilt that comes with it no matter what. Yeah. And uh, therapy. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think that's the biggest way that I have dealt with it. I I think Mm -hmm. having a family member that is having a medical hardship, no matter what that is, especially someone that it is long term it's not something they're going to recover from necessarily yeah it's just something that's bigger than both of you right it it puts a sense of grief into you that you have to process and we're so used to grief being discussed in terms of death rather than grief being discussed in life i think yeah moments you've lost right opportunities you've lost right that kind of thing and so i think therapy's really been the most crucial thing to me so that I can talk through those feelings with somebody that's there to professionally help me process them. Sure. 
And uh, I think be honest. I think it's okay to say to, whether it's your brother or sister, like your nephew's parent, I think having honest conversations with them because they're also processing and going Mm -hmm. through a lot of feelings and emotions. And as long as you have a comfortable relationship to have those open conversations, I think talking about it helps Yeah, a lot. And uh, I don't know. It's about balance. Mm -hmm. I don't know how helpful that was. Balance and therapy. Balance and therapy. And it's hard. Honestly, that's good advice for most stuff. It really is. Yeah, that's probably Talk to a professional. Try and keep it balanced. Yeah, for sure. Hi, guys. First of all, I'm so excited about this podcast because you guys have brought so much light and laughter to my life through Instagram and TikTok. I was wondering if you would talk about like day-to-day things that you implement in your relationship to keep it so healthy and positive because I really look up to you guys' marriage and relationship and I think it would be just interesting to see what works for you guys. Thank you. All right. So I'd like to start with, I wouldn't say we're positive all the time. No. Or that we're good all, all, all the time. No. Not that I don't think we have healthy things implemented. No, we, we try to be as healthy as possible. But that's one thing that I, I think people really need to keep in perspective when they see people online is you see a very small cross section of their life. And a lot of times it's curated. We try not to curate ours like super specifically to to project an image that we don't feel is accurate of ourselves. We try to be as accurate and transparent as is as reasonable and possible online. But that's something you just have to really filter if you can. That like, hey, this is just a person for a minute, a minute out of their day. It might be something they've put together or planned. Like it's it's not necessarily a whole cross section of their life. So we are not we are not a perfect couple. We don't have no problems. We're not just happy go lucky all the time. Well, and I think this voicemail really hits the nail on the head about why we're so excited about this podcast. Yeah. Well, but things that I think we implement daily that I think would be really good to share here. Yeah. We make sure we have quality time every day. So mm-hmm. for Matt and I, I again I talked about this on TikTok not that long ago, but we shower together every single night. Yeah. And that's not like every time I Not say like a that, weird steamy thing. No, the like, comments are like flooded sexual, with like, ooh, like, yeah. you know, sexy. It's literally like we wash our bodies next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Separate shower heads. Yeah. Separate shower heads. Yeah. But it's we, important. Okay. Separate shower heads is important for this practice because someone's not standing, like well, not getting water. Yeah. But the reason I point this out as I feel like a really healthy habit for us is yeah. it's intentional quality time that we get almost daily Mm -hmm. and it gives us time to talk back on our day talk through the things that happened and we get 20 to 30 minutes of time not i guess we don't shower for 20 to 30 but i feel like yes we're not using that much water guys please don't come after us i i feel like from start to finish like whenever we like yeah come in and get in bed and stuff getting ready and go shower yeah etc when it's about 20 to 30 minutes where we get to spend recapping our day, talking to one another, checking in where one another is mentally. Yeah. Uh, and it's not about having hours and hours and hours of time that we're dedicating to each other, but that good quality time. For sure. So any kind of ritual you can get like that. So if you have kids, like for us, that's why we make mm-hmm. sure that rituals in the evening whenever G goes to bed. Could be breakfast. Could right. be lunch. Most kids get up I mean, too early people, yeah. for breakfast, I feel like. But I have talked to some couples who will get up really early together and like go on a walk or yeah. go whatever it is. Walks are a great way to do it. 
Yeah. When it's a hundred degrees, walks kind of suck. Well, but, but early in the morning, yeah, they wouldn't. Morning or so night. if you can implement that quality time, I think that's a huge win. Yeah. Just check in. And I think just being honest and knowing that both of you want to be honest with each other. Yeah. Communication, communication, communication. Trust. Trust. You got to trust the person. Yeah. All right. We got to wrap against, up. Yeah, we're we're, 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 up we're the really we're, we're right against the wire for these appointments. Yeah. Our appointments start in about mm, six and a half minutes, <laughs> and I'm about 15 minutes away from where my appointments happen. Yeah, we are late. We and are I'm late. never late. I hate being late. But this has been fun. But this has been fun, and so. we're really excited about the voicemails. Yes, it will be linked in the show notes so that you can click that link, leave us a voicemail. And uh, typically our goal is for the podcast. This was a really common question I got after um, people heard first episodes and the launch and all of that. Really common thing that I'm hearing is how long is the podcast going to be on average? And our first couple of episodes have been a little shorter. Yeah. We're kind of finding our flow, getting ready. This is the first time we've outlined anything. Yeah. It's a lot better when you outline. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, But we uh, are thinking around an hour. Yeah. And let us know what you guys want to hear. We're really open to feedback. Send me a DM. Leave us a review. Subscribe to the podcast. Yeah. Gosh. This is crazy. So. We're doing it. All right. All right. Appreciate it, guys. Bye.